0: Welcome to Real Talk, episode 152. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. One, five, two, better for you.
1: There you go. One, five, two is better for you. Hey. hey come you check know us what? out today. I'm not going to tell you what Real Talk is. That's right. Because you all either have heard it or
0: don't care. That's right.
1: So that's what we're going to go with. Welcome <laughs> to the show. So uh, we'll dive right in here. Later, mm-hmm. we'll get to some anonymous questions asked, but you'll see a link here. Use it if you want. slash Real-talk. Boom. Bingo bango. So, bingo. So I suppose we'll dive right in here with how has your life been? <laughs> I said that. Very strange. <laughs> I'm uh, used to my normal spiel.
0: Yeah, man. It kind of throws you off a little bit, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get used to that stuff. It messes with your brain. Um, I'm doing pretty good. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I'm I'm doing pretty good. I uh I would say one of the latest uh, life realizations for me, which is, uh, can tend to be, you know, a theme. It usually tends to repeat itself, but is realizing that, you know, we went through the Kingdom series, which is a great series that he preached. Uh, if you haven't looked at it, I, I highly Very suggest kind. it. Um, one of the big uh, parts of that series was looking in the mirror. And a lot of people, whether you've listened to the series or you go to our church or you don't know about it, um, the mirror is essentially just looking at yourself and realizing like why you need Christ. That's kind of how I look at it. Like like you you're looking at the ugly parts of yourself that there's there might be parts of you that don't want to admit that, that they're there, or you know, it's just so it's so gross to you that you don't even want to think about it.
1: For the purpose of it of really being healed, and knowing that you're loved anyway.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yes. That you know, you get to see that reflection of yourself and realize it's covered by Christ and that that's Amen. a beautiful thing. Yeah. And so for me, one thing that I've realized is I tend to not want to look at that mirror um, because I'm still under this. I don't even know what to call it, man. Like this, this preconceived notion, I suppose that like I am good and I am good with Christ. But a lot of the bad parts of me, I don't like to admit that they're there Mm. because it's hard for me to handle that. Mm. Um, Because I've went so long in my life before I knew Jesus like, that's what I based myself on. That was my identity, was like, oh, like, AJ's a, AJ's a good guy. Mm. He is kind. He is nice. And yeah. maybe those things were true, but there was parts of me that I didn't want to face that were bad in that, mm. you know. And so that's one thing that I'm still trying to do is I'm still trying to look in the mirror and see those parts of me, you know. One thing that I've realized is, and it was cool, man. I had a good talk with you yesterday, um, was a lot of the time I can... I can blame a lot of the struggles in my life on laziness. And even though it is true that I, I'm a lazy person. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's,
1: that's an interesting statement. Go on.
0: Um, even like, and you know, I'm, a, I can be a lazy person. And, uh, but What's underneath that, and this is something that I've never. I, this is one of the newest things in the mirror I've not wanted to face. Is that there's a lot of times, man, where I can have a hard time caring about things, and I can I can tend to blame that on my on my laziness instead, mm. even though laziness is just I think a laziness is a byproduct of that. Mm. The laziness is a byproduct well, of, not, of, of by not caring. Yeah, and so it was really convicting, man, and, and I mean, it made me really sad because I realized I think, and this is something I have not. You know, completely thought through, or or even I'm even solid on, but like, I think a big reason why I can struggle to have a hard time caring is because in the past when I have cared, it's hurt a lot, whether that's from relationships yeah. or whether that's from something that I really loved and and, and it let yeah. me down, you know, or yeah, and I get that. and that's something that I've never actually thought about, you know, because for me, especially before I knew Jesus, a lot of the time I would just. Something would happen, and I'd go, okay, that's that, and move on. I wouldn't think about how it made me feel. I mm. wouldn't think about, like, what, <laughs> you know, how that affected me. I wouldn't think of it. I would just I would just try to accept the reality of what happened and yeah. go, that happened. Move on. Move on. <sighs> um, and so I realized, man, that because I didn't express those hurts, man, I think it's kind of numbed me to passion. It's kind of numbed me to, like, caring about stuff sometimes mm. because I, I don't want to get hurt. You know? And I get that, man. And it's hard because now, now that I've, I'm starting to realize this kind of stuff more, it makes me realize that I, I can do that to people mm. like they've done to me in the past. Because of my lack of care that results in laziness, that results in frustrations from others or results in hurt from others, I'm doing the same thing that people might have done to me.
1: So like you're, you're, <clears throat> you're, you're hurting someone else, though you were hurt. Exactly. Essentially what you're saying. Gotcha. Yes,
0: and that sucks. <laughs> um I'm getting it, man so that's just really convicting and like sometimes i can feel like i am almost bitter at life sometimes because i'm like i can look at like the the little kid in me and go like that was an excited little boy who like had a lot of aspirations and then it just died that's what that's what it can feel like mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but he's still in there like yeah, man. like and like that's there's that's where the hope is too like It's just, you know, the way I I was raised, I didn't really like life kind of just hit me really hard because Mm -hmm. I I didn't I wasn't prepared. Um, And so I think my dreams very quickly died. (laughs) Well, or they didn't die. They're still there. But like they they were just I don't know, man, they were choked, I guess, kind of choked out. (laughs) And um, I think this process is cool because I'm. The hope is that I can slowly that that choke can slowly become you know the it's let go and it starts coming back and I can feel passion coming back and you know that that's the hope and I don't know, man sorry if that's a ramble it doesn't no, make sense no I think
1: sense. I think that makes but, sense
0: <laughs> but you know that's kind of I guess that's kind of where I'm at like that's one of my newest things I've I've seen and it's cool man because for a long time I've, I was having a hard time putting stuff together like I'd be like, okay I see this thing about myself but then I couldn't figure out the other side of it and I don't know man it just it's always so true. That like talking to others who love you and who are there for you and mm-hmm. aren't just gonna sit there and like judge you for your ugliness like that's what really helps you come to these places. Really good. We
1: need each other yeah. exactly.
0: So like you know I appreciate all you guys because um, without you guys like I wouldn't I wouldn't have even pieced that together without any sort of conversation. Then you know so I love you guys and I appreciate you because I think this is a really cool step for me and seeing that. You know, because instead of, like, wanting to wallow in my own pity, it's more like, dude, I want to rediscover, like, that that little kid again who wasn't hurt yet Mm. by life and, like, wasn't hurt by letdowns and whatnot, you know. And now that I'm older, I can go, okay, like, it doesn't matter if there's maybe letdowns or if there's, you know, there's uh, bumps in the road. Like, that doesn't mean I have to just let it all go, you know. It's good, man. So, yeah. That that's kind of where I'm at, um, and, and it's funny because even though it may sound like somber, like it's there's a lot of hope in it. <laughs> like I am hopeful.
1: Yeah, I don't think it comes across really that somber this time. That's that's cool. <laughs> like, um, which is pretty cool, you know. It it seems pretty, uh, pretty just like this is life. This is what it is, and almost like you said, hopeful in the sense that now you see it.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? What do you do with it? How do you take it and apply <laughs> what you're learning? There's an um, old English man. Why'd I do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you say there's an old English man?
0: There's an old English man across the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess the way I apply it is um, I look at my situation now, where I'm at in life, and I go, okay, what do you want? Okay, you know what you want. Now, instead of letting the, the past, you know, hurts of being let down or being scared to take a leap or, or whatever it is, like, let it go mm. and just do things, like, actually invest, you know. I feel like a lot of people, and this includes me, we never fully understand what what investing in something really is because of our fear. Like, we, I don't want to ever fully invest in... And even, like, say, let's take, like, media, for example. Like, I don't ever want to fully invest in media because what if I do my best and it's not good, you know, that kind of thing. I think that fear just holds back so many people, and that's, that's me. So, like, <clears throat> and then also, like, just be honest with myself and others in moments where I am feeling that fear. Like, yeah, man, I'm scared right now. Or, yeah, dude, I don't feel like trying very hard because I'm scared it's going to not be good enough. Like,
1: when you, when you have those moments where you're like, okay, if I try my best and it's not good enough, where is the idea? Do you not have the idea of like, okay, then I can just do it again and do better. Like I'll learn from that. Why isn't that genuinely like, why mm-hmm. do you think that's not in your mindset um, to like try again? Does that make sense? Yeah. I think for me, cause I do think a lot of people have that. So I'm just curious, like what, I what th- the people that struggle with that specifically were the hindrance of, I
0: could do better. I could learn from it and do better. I think it's arrogance. How so? Oh, like, like mine like, will be the best, or what do you like, mean? like how dare my first attempt not be good enough?
1: That's really honest.
0: Yeah, because my whole life I feel like I've struggled with if I'm not immediately good at something, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I, that makes sense. So, like, you know, I've always—that's why I like sports was good for me mm-hmm. up until a certain age because, you know, I was naturally a little gifted and stuff because of, like my parents are both athletic. Mm-hmm. And so like I had, you know, I, and, and the way I was raised, like I was always like practicing with older kids cause my brother and stuff. So like I had a natural advantage over some kids in my grade. Sure. But the older we got, the more clearly they would catch up. And like, sometimes that the hard work would outdo the natural talent. Yeah. And like, I think sometimes like throughout life, the older I got, the more I realized, well, you know, if if my first attempt at something isn't isn't the best or isn't good, then I don't want to do it. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, man, I, th- I think if if anything, it's kind of a little bit of arrogance and like the fact that, like or it, it, like I, it's like my ego can't handle that. Mm. So it's kind of
1: interesting because I was thinking about myself. Like I think I was kind of backwards, and maybe in a way it stunk when I was a kid, but it sort of helped me because when I was a kid. Growing up, I was never told I was athletic, ever. Mm-hmm. Not by my parents. My, I was always... I don't look... So my dad was always... I knew my mom played basketball and stuff. So I, I'm only... I'm not stealing this. I just think yeah. it's interesting. So I need to explain it. I love so it. my mom played basketball. My dad was incredibly fast. <clears throat> um, for those that know football, he ran like a four-three. Same move.
0: My dad yeah, was fast. My mom was always
1: the sports. 40, or a four-three 40. That's blazing fast. But he was like 160 mm-hmm. kind of guy. You know, I am far, far bigger than that. Um, so anyway, and I was very, uh, I was not a confident kid. Anyway, so I think, um, it's actually a funny story. I've told this before of when I realized that I could do stuff. I was in like seventh or seventh grade. And it was, da- I think I've told this story in real talk. And I was down to me and the gym teacher. You remember this? Yeah. And he, in dodgeball, <laughs> Mr. Lone, if you're watching Mr. Lone. And he just <laughs> wung this ball on me, dude. And I dropped to the ground. Flat on my stomach, just, and it went over me. And I re- literally, dude, I go, oh, what the frick? How
0: did I do that? <laughs> because I'd always thought I was
1: just a hobo. And I randomly would have teachers. I remember teachers being like, hey, you could, you should play this sport. And I was like, because they'd see me in gym class. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I wasn't like you, Funter. And I wasn't eight foot tall when I was young either. I've always been, like, you were both. I am... I was not. So I was like, well, I have, why, why is he saying that to me? Because, you know, Funturn looks like an NFL player. And right. Of course he got asked three. to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me. Um, so, but what would happen was when I started playing, I mean, I picked up football naturally. Like in sixth grade. And again, didn't know I was good because I played in like second or third and was kind of like, eh, I didn't want to play. I wanted to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, I think I've told this before. Did I tell you guys I used to get grounded outside?
0: Like, y- like yes. when
1: I got grounded, it was, you're grounded. You can't read. Go outside. And they would lock the door. And I couldn't come in. <laughs> They're probably mad at me telling that story. Anyway,
0: um,
1: <laughs> who does that? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> who does that? <laughs> so getting back to yours, though, to connect. Yeah. So because I didn't have that confidence, I worked as though I never was good. Mm-hmm. And then as I eventually, I mean, I, I probably didn't realize I was actually an above average athlete until I was in my... You know, I knew I was a above average football player, mm-hmm. above average athlete. I always assumed it was hard work. And I think in some ways, I wonder if that's applied in life to me of like, I train, it's that old saying, right? Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yep. And I feel like I've always worked as though I didn't have talent, which has helped me because I did, but I didn't realize it. You yeah, know what I mean? They
0: gave you that work ethic.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it, you're kind of opposite, which is interesting because according to what you're telling me, because you had that confidence. Who told you, who made you confident when you were a kid?
0: Mm-hmm. Or is it just because you I hung think out with older? I think it was. Yeah, it was the competitive. So then, when you went
1: back to these other your I was age, eating them
0: alive. Yeah, makes sense. At least in certain things. Yeah. And, that, and that was interesting. That, that's what's interesting about, from what I remember being a kid, was like, I knew my strengths and weaknesses in certain things. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I would go towards the strengths. Sure, so why well, like, do people do that? Right, and so I, and like, I was
1: somewhat similar. You, so, buddy. like for
0: example, in like baseball when I was a kid, like like people used to think parents used to get mad because they thought I was too old because I was I was just doing that well pitching like do you
1: were you a fast bloomer too
0: yes um i caught on to things very quickly and like i had a competitive edge to me like for example <laughs> um because i i practiced with older kids especially in baseball like was it it my, this is what's crazy it was either t-ball or it was like the or pony or like a, some strange in between where like they were letting kids hit from a tee and, like, <laughs> if you hit from the tee and, and you get to run to first and, like, they would let them stay. But if I got out, I would go, I would go out. Like, mm. if, if they got me out, I would go to the – and if I was pl- ever playing out there and, like, yeah. I would get somebody out and they, like, got to stay, I was mad. Mm. I was like, they are out. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. like um, – and that was when I was very young. So, like – Was your mom pretty involved since she was a softball one? She was more – she would coach my, my, my brother. Same situation, with me man. But and then my dad would coach, coach me. Gotcha. Yep. So she was, but I would go. So it was, it was cool because I'd go back and forth though, because my mom would take me to the practices, to my brother's practices, and I would practice if they would get me in when they could.
1: Yeah.
0: So um, I would say the confidence was kind of probably kind of more developed from that. That makes you know? sense. And I was I was kind of a cocky punk too because like. I felt like I had something to prove, especially when I would hear, like, parents, like, getting mad at my parents, because they thought, like, they were putting me in a league where I was, like, too old, you know? So, that yeah. kind of put a little chip on my shoulder, kind of like, well, I'll just beat your kid and make mm-hmm. you mad, you know? So, um but like, it's funny I how that understand works, though. chips. It's funny, though, because <coughs> it wasn't that strong of a chip, though, because the older I got, the more people got good, and... You know, I slowly felt, fell back. And then before I you know it, I'm not even playing sports anymore. Yeah. So, like, you know, if anything, it was probably an insecure confidence of, like, I actually probably didn't actually believe myself. I was just kind of wearing that mask of, like, yeah, I'm, mm. I'm awesome, you know, so.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, I appreciate you sharing it, man. Sorry to go off on a tangent. No, it was I just, love I this, it man. Was, it was very interesting. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and there's pros and cons to both. Like, <clears throat> it's funny. Excuse me. I don't go too weird, but you're still confident in ways. For instance, I'm not, like, you don't really think about... It's going to sound ridiculous, like, you don't really think... Like, you're not, like, physically not confident in yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas I grew up a chubby kid. I'm always like, don't look at me, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: I Yeah, that's true. That That is one thing that I... I which is cool. I appreciate about myself, mm-hmm. is, like, I I don't... That's just one thing I never had a problem with, which I'm, I'm honestly glad. Because, you should like, be. It's, it's a hard. huge blessing. Yeah. Dude. And that's... 'Cause I, I had friends too who were like that. Who mm-hmm. Like who like felt like insecure yeah. and that sort of thing and like, dude, like that's hard. Like you i got get it. one right hey, beside man. you. And I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to support you.
1: <coughs> Fun turn, how you doing, man? I mean cut you off. You oh good? no, you're fine, yeah. yeah.
2: It's well, good. I'm doing good. I'm doing Been living life. Living life. I had I've had in, insanity, uh, being back at work and dealing with that, so um, but besides that, and I've been pretty motivated. Uh, been having a lot of ideas and trying to get the creative juices flowing and then doing a lot of researching with uh, business licensing, which is probably the most confusing thing I've <laughs> ever looked into in my life um, because there are like four or five different ones, and I didn't go to college, and I didn't pay attention in school. So... I'm just sitting here going, I probably learned about this in, like, econ or something. Like, like at least, like, a little, like, basic stuff. And I didn't pay attention. And right. now I'm paying for it. Or Gov. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking up things, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I, okay. And I'm, like, having to, like, find dummy guides and, like, explain this to me like I'm a toddler. <laughs> oh, so there's been uh, a lot yeah, of that man. stuff. Um just, which has also been interesting because I also relate to you. I, I have a fear to move or do anything at all, and um, which has very been very strange. And a lot of it I think comes from either I, I don't want people to, if I do something wrong, then people will either leave or I'm I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And I was never, as a kid, was I, I was always creative, but I was never allowed to have those dreams or do any of that. Like I was, I was very much so either you. You read, you stay out of the way, you do what you're supposed to do. This is the way you do things, this is it. Like hmm. and you don't break out of that mold like you, you work nine to five, you do this, you do that, you get married, you have kids, da 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 da, 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 da. and being A D D that did not work very well because as much as I thrive in a a structure, I also do not follow the structure because I forget the structure exists. <laughs> Which then becomes a vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, so I, I relate to you a lot in that. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And also trying to fight it because there's a lot of fear in it. And it's not. There it is a lot of fear, man. It's true. That's not healthy. And it's also not being like, that's not the man I want to be. So it's also like trying to go, hey, I'm gonna I'm going to beat this. Or I'm going to go. Or like little things. Like I'm going to try and. Todd said a lot of this. Like I'm going to go on the days I don't want to run. I'm going to go run. And like teach myself you're gonna run and then like i even started to feel it like i'm not back to like because i do remember when i ran intervals for a short time regularly because i was trying to get a fast mile time because i've never had a God, fast I mean mile that. time i am a, i'm a big kid so I, I, remember remember I never did this um and i got down to the lowest i did but i also remember i started doing cincinnati's training program with you guys <laughs> and there was a moment where i was like go bear cats this is interesting because i feel like i'm dying but i know i'm not and it's gonna be okay bingo and that's it it's yeah and it's super weird because i noticed that in basketball i'm still not back to that point where i know i'm dying but it's okay that i'm dying mm-hmm.
1: like do not you get me excited yeah because that
2: yeah it's and that's it's why i didn't play as hard and there was moments where i started getting tired and i was like gosh dang it like i'm not playing as i know i there's more energy there i just haven't been able to push myself past that point to get mm-hmm. there and it's I think a part of it is confidence and things like that but I I I it's interesting. There's a I really weird wish will I
1: If you have
0: to like break. Oh yeah.
1: That's what I love about training, man. Like I and it's good you brought that up because it's 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 learning to see how strong you are mm. and how you can fight resistance. <clears throat> so, I love the the way you described it because it's so true. You get to a point, let's just say training. Mm-hmm. That that Cincinnati program we did this summer is an example. There are moments that I don't know about you. I re- this sounds I accepted as like I'm going to die. Oh yeah. Like I'm you not. actually, everybody's probably laughing. It's funny now, but in the moment, you think you're dying. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. I, and it. then you you just decide, well, I'm just going to keep running. Now it's too late. Yep. And you live right by huh. the grace of God. Thank you, God. Um, yeah. But dude. the thing about training, I love that you said that, man. Is learning to because it does apply to life. When you learn to have discipline in any area, it does spill over to other areas. So. Oh.
2: Oh, definitely. last week That's was cool the first point. week that I was doing I was doing arms because mm-hmm. I split up my arms and shoulders, which probably won't happen this I week. I did that too but for a while. I, I started I did my arms and I don't do, do. T- I do a hybrid of Todd and then Cowboy Kenny's workout because Kenny. I am a creature of habit and I have not asked to learn anything else. Sure. And I'm slightly lazy. But this Todd <laughs> taught me <coughs> some things about arms I never knew cuz I don't actually know anything about working out cuz I never did. Mm-hmm. So I finally get this thing and I understood what they said by a good pump and like and then I started understanding like mm-hmm. what they mean by like a good burn. And I remember my arms were on fire but it was almost it felt good. Mm-hmm. And it was this weird thing of like Yeah. Huh. So this is what they mean. And even the next day like my arms were definitely sore and like I felt like I may have went a little bit too hard. And I was very f- afraid I was going to snap something the next day. However, it was still, it was still <laughs> like mm-hmm. it wasn't too worrying, and it was good in the that moment. And I remember I was like, "This is good." And like, it, I guess I'm just I'm seeing a lot of that, and it's almost I'm being finally taught years later that it's okay. It's almost like I well, I wish I would have been taught this a lot earlier in life, um, but like the suffering and the stuff you have to go through to get to your goals. Mm. And I wasn't taught that as a kid. And that I think there's a lot of there's a lot more there that I haven't fully underst- I'm not fully understanding yet. But it it makes me wonder back in back in the day when I was I went to that football thing cuz the secret was my dad played football, so I wanted to play football. Sure. And I was like, "Oh, well, maybe I should do this and that," which would have motivated me to get better grades. It would have because I would have felt terrible all the time that I wasn't getting good grades. But even that, and then the coach walking up to me and said, don't, don't try. And Mm. that happening in me going, fine, I won't. I I now look back at that and I'm like, man, I wish I would have just said, I can't control it now, but I should have been more confident. I should have pushed through that. And now I'm wishing I learned.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, hey, man, it's never too late. And it's been cool to see you push through that and learn that and to, to see that you're capable of more than you think you are. I think that's the big thing too, right?
0: So that's, that's neat. Thanks oh, for yeah. sharing that. There's a lot of beauty in that. Like.
1: Mm-hmm. The thing about, you said suffering, okay, or call it what you want, pushing through. That's the reason people don't do great things is because if it were easy to make a business, if it were easy to train, if it were easy to do the Cincinnati football work, everybody would do it, right? Because everybody wants the results that come from that. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants to grind and put in the work to get it. And grinding shows itself in the fact of, okay, you're hitting the resistance of like, crap, there's, I'm overwhelmed with all this business stuff. Are you going to quit or are you going to keep figuring it out? Um, and that's something I tell you guys a lot, and that's one thing that I, I do believe, and I've seen one thing, there's many things, but in my own life is don't quit, man. That idea of die hard. If you're going to go down, go down swinging, go down hard, that's right, man. and then get back up and do it again. So it's really cool, man. Um, and I've definitely seen, seen both you guys, you know. but I've seen you push yourself. And it's funny, right? You would push yourself really hard, and then you kind of got in that habit again of not. We just mm-hmm. had this talk a little while ago, and you were comfortable not doing it. right? You, didn't, you got mad when we would push you. You got mad at oh, me yeah. for pushing you to do it. But then you start doing it again, you realize, okay, yeah, that stinks. But on the other side of that is, by the way, confidence. Mm-hmm. You know that? Oh, you yeah. develop confidence when you beat that stuff, whatever it is. You're right. And there. I, I would tell people listening today, you guys want to start, if you feel like you're not a confident person, start an exercise program. Mm. I mean that. You will start to feel more confident because you you build up little victories. You get what I'm saying? Okay, I'm gonna do I can't do 10 push-ups. Well, that day so I do two. And then the next week I do four, and then the next week I do six. That let's just say that day you get to ten, I promise you, you're gonna have a little, little, little bit of confidence that's now there because mm-hmm. you've accomplished something because a lot of times in life, you know, you got to take those Ls. Well, you got to start racking up some wins too. That's right, man. Too. Got to gotta get some dubs. And whatever it is, right? For real.
2: Oh, oh, 100%. So, I
1: think that's something that a lot of people they they and this kind of ties in with what you said. They're so afraid to take those Ls that they won't even try to get a win, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather not because if I don't try, I'm not losing, yeah, but you're not winning either.
0: No. You're it, 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 you're just you're just losing. Like you're doing the thing you're scared of doing. You're yeah, losing exactly. while being scared of losing. It's just not being
1: called. You're not calling it losing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's a perfect analogy. It's a like Teddy Roosevelt
1: quote, right? I'd mm. rather, um, you know, the man in the arena, uh, you know, it's not the critic who counts or the man who points out where the strong man stumbles, right? It's, um, I'd, I I want to be, the. I could read it all. I love it. I have part of it memorized, but he essentially, so the point of that poem is, Let the people on the outside criticize. Yeah, but those people don't know victory or defeat. Like, they don't know anything. They just have, they're cold and gray, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: And dude, another thing. Sad existence.
1: That's most, that's my, honestly, man, that's probably the majority of people. You're right.
2: Well, 100% it is. And quotes like that, like, I would encourage people to, like, yes. First of all, read your Bible and Read that, and there's so much good encouragement in there. And but also, don't just stop there. Don't treat your life like a self-help book. But there is something in looking at yourself in the mirror and going, "Hey, no, I'm going to do this." And like reminding yourself. Todd even mentioned this a while ago. (coughs) Things on like your wrist, and then you see it, and then you keep going. Um, And I've started doing that. I've created little acronyms, and even like literally on on my uh, my left arm, I write "Bake," which is "Be a King every day." (laughs)
1: <laughs> I like that.
2: And then Bake. NWS, which is no no witness stand. And I'm I've thought about changing it to NMWS, no more witness stand. And then which is basically I'm not when I am challenged and when I am I am in a moment where I have to either speak truth or or talk in a more stern way or like in in like not a leadership way necessarily, but just like I have to actually share an opinion and be straightforward or I'm being challenged. And I need to learn like I need to remember that I'm not on this witness stand. I'm not I don't have to defend myself. I'm not in a courtroom. And mm-hmm. Todd taught me that, too. But I also have one that says stand, move, fight. That's it. Mm. That's all you have to do. And it's it's just breaking down what my life is. It's time to stand. It's time to move. It's time to fight. That's it. That's all you have to do. Everything falls, falls underneath that. And when I'm anxious, that really helps. Because I, I remember, even during basketball this week, I was super anxious. I had this moment where I just said, stand, move, fight. That's yeah. it. And I repeated it a few times. I'm like, show them. You are better at this than you know. Show them. And even like that social anxiety, that thing that I have that I don't talk about, where I, I, I don't like when people look at me when I play sports, so I don't feel confident or i think people are like oh that guy's disgusting like it's those moments where i go no it doesn't matter we're doing this we're not doing this for todd we're not doing this we're those doing people, this for yeah. me it's so good. let's do this prove this to yourself because some now first of all don't take that out of context you do need to listen to people and like <laughs> they're going to teach you things but there's also <laughs> times where yeah. you have to look at yourself and have self-confidence and go no i need to do these things I need to do this for me, and I need to push, and I need to fight. And, like, you can't put your identity in others, and that's a big thing that I think a lot of people do. Mm. It's good, man.
1: Good stuff, dude. Yeah. Appreciate it. How about you, Toddie? How are you doing? (coughs) I'm going to read that poem real quick because I think it's pretty good. Poetry. So don't, don't ever pretend to ask me how I'm feeling. <laughs> Everybody who's a long-term person at a Real Talk knows you don't give a crap how I'm doing. All right? So let's just tell the truth once in our life here. Uh, this is called The Man in the Arena by uh, Theodore Roosevelt. And it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who knew neither victory nor defeat. man. That's good stuff, man. So, courage. Yep, courage. (laughs) <laughs> anyway how am i doing I'm doing okay man i'm in this uh i mentioned this i feel like i've been in this journey a while so i trying to lose weight it's been a big thing i think i talked about this a few weeks ago
0: yeah
1: um so still up there i have lost four pounds which is good but it doesn't feel like a lot because it's been miserable <laughs> <coughs> i'm so sorry it hasn't really been that rough it hasn't done a ton more i just I've added to my normal workout regimen that I walk until I burn 500 calories every day on top of that. And yeah, I found it on this training thing, and it's and it's working. It's just... Man, it's only been like 10 days, but it feels like forever. Mm-hmm. It's um, a growing
0: thing also, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because you still have to do your other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoy walking, like, and listening to stuff. mm mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, then you got to go do your workout after. That just happened yes. last night. Um so yeah, man. So that's been that's been taking a lot of like, that's been a goal I'm on right now. I want to lose about 20 pounds minimum, and then once I get to that, it'll be okay. And then I'd like to I'd like to lose 30. So we'll see. Um, but it's hard, man. It's hard for me. And I and what I'm about to say may sound cocky, and I, and it's not. If you know me at you all, know, you guys know this. What's frustrating is I'm in great. I am in good shape. You are in cardio good shape. shape. You know there aren't a lot of guys my age that can do what I do because I've worked really hard as far as, like, sports and running and all that. So it's weird to be that but not look anything like it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that's such a frustrating thing to me because you guys also know I don't eat. I eat pretty well. Yes, you do. Like, I eat pretty, fairly healthy, count my calories, and it just doesn't matter, man. Uh, So we've had a theory that I got a shot, one shot from my back several Mm. years ago, and that's kind of messed things up, and I kind of believe that. I believe it too, man. Um so that so I've been, you know, trying not to be discouraged and grinding, right? Not worrying about the result, or the the numbers on the scale but just continuing the process. Um but it's been it's been kind of nice cuz I've kind of had a new fire under me training-wise. You guys remember a couple probably with a couple months ago. Uh, I was like, "Man, I mean, I've been I kept working out but I hated it mm-hmm. cuz I had no goal anymore. I used to always train for football. And you know, I haven't played football in a while and it's like what's the point, you know? <laughs> um so this has been kind of fun. So that's been taking some time.
0: Fun and hard. Um, yeah. How, how much? How much were you training? Because when I first started coming around, you were still actually playing football. So like you. Yeah, but I had just just back, come right? back from my back so injury, you, so I was still carrying it. I was
1: twenty pounds heavier then than I am now.
0: It's so crazy, man. Yeah. So crazy because yeah. I, I came. I watched some of your games mm-hmm. back in the day. You used to go ride with the craziest driver of all time, Jess. Yeah. You know, you used to ride with her to your games. You saw but me pick a ball off. I did, man. Like racking, back I think I was rocking like 260-something at that <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, dude. It was awesome. Turned a punt. I had a blast, <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, those were fun times. Balling. <laughs> it wasn't for me because I was so out of shape. I shouldn't have came back that early, but I had to prove. I was trying to prove something myself. But like, so during that time, since you were just coming back, you probably weren't like working out as much as even like now.
1: Oh, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> now, before I knew you, when I played arena ball, when I played pro ball, yeah. um, my training was I would say my training right before I signed my first arena contract was the, create, was, was the closest to what I'm doing now. Gotcha. Um, and I still think I'm doing more now as far as... Really? Oh, cardio? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Uh, back then when I was training, I, for those that are listening, I played, um, played indoor football, arena football for a while, pro football. Played with some really good athletes. Um, but what I did was I did weights essentially one two four times a week and on top of that did combine specific training so like sprinting 40 time you know all that twice a week right and then i would do some intervals at the end of my workouts and i did that at the end of almost every workout that was a crazy man yeah dude i did some wild stuff like that. i was able to run backwards on a treadmill at eight and a half speed
0: <laughs> i would die dude. Uh, i would i would eat it so hard
1: um, my diet was spot on though too, man. Like I, I was, I t- it's funny though. When I was, if you would have talked to that guy back then, he thought he was garbage. Like <laughs> I'm just never enough, you know? Uh huh. Um, Cause I was comparing myself to dudes on Roids, like on magazines. Cause that's, right. that's the reality. A mm-hmm. uh, little newsflash for guys out there. If you're comparing yourself to The Rock, John Cena, it doesn't matter. Any of these guys, they're on performance enhancing drugs. I'm just telling you that. I, have I don't care what they tell you. Right. They are on Performance enhancing drugs. You are not forty eight years old,
0: mm-hmm. looking, looking like The like Rock
1: that. natural. Okay, that's a fact.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, just it, it's funny because we always talk about how like magazine covers affect women.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These actors and stuff affect us too, and and women's views of what men can be because dude, yeah. you cannot look like it's not that natural. You cannot. It's not. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. So they're on so much stuff, man. I mean, I could tell you almost what they're on. I can know what they're on. You know. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's testosterone, you know, uh, and then you got your steroids. I mean, yes, don't get me wrong. You can't look like The Rock just by injecting yourself with steroids. His work ethic is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And his genetics.
0: Yes, he's but got great genetics. when
1: you add awesome work ethic, the awesome genetics, and performance-enhancing things, <laughs> that's what
0: you get. <laughs> yep, you know?
1: you a get, beast. You get a, a monster. Yes. And so that's how I can still admire guys that take roids. A lot of people think performance-enhancing drugs— this is unrelated. I'm just going off on a tangent here. We've talked about this because it's irritating. People think like, oh, he completely cheats. I was like, no, dude. That's like Barry Bonds back in the day. When like, like, every every one of his, his records is wrong. I was like, no, man. I can go inject roids right now for 10 years and not hit just hit and dingers ch- and like not that have guy. have the skill. There's exactly. not a chance, man. Yep, I even I read agree. a thing once that it might have added 25 feet a couple of times to his stuff. That dude was knocking out, what, like... Out literally into the bay.
0: That's right. And Sam Brand, <laughs> yeah, yeah he just knocked him out so, of the, literally, literally out of the park. Yeah.
1: And it wasn't his whole career. So anyway, here's the thing. Performance enhancing stuff doesn't take away from someone's work ethic because you can't take that stuff and look like those guys. It without means, the work. Without the work. 100%. You can't. No. It, the main thing, let me tell you the main thing roids and stuff do. P.S. Unrelated. hmm Clearly, you guys know I've studied this. I would love to take it. If it wasn't illegal, I'd take steroids. Mm-hmm. Number one thing that those those performance enhancing things... Well, as you get older, they do more things because they lose testosterone. So it just gives them testosterone. But it enables them to heal, recover quicker, to train more. That's really the only benefit of it, right? Right. I'm not so sore. I can't function.
0: Yep. I went off on a complete tangent on performance and drugs. I just wanted to share this. It's awesome. I love it. So... It's good stuff. But anyway... (laughs)
1: Classic Todd. I'm like I over, love it, I'm man. over here.
0: Listen, man, the camera's no longer here. We're just talking.
1: Yeah, so what do I think about, how am I doing my life other than that? Um, Man, I'm doing okay. I, I've spent some time lately doing some really sitting in the presence of God, doing Christian meditation. Todd, that sounds hokey. No, it's not. It's just me sitting in the presence of God, mm-hmm. focusing on a specific section of Scripture for 20, 30 minutes at a time. And, you know, you guys have seen the effects of it. Right? You even told me, I mean, multiple guys like, man, you seem, Yeah, it's so funny that we get, we have this tendency, I don't know if you uh, you guys, but I think a lot of Christians, we believe we want to do what God tells us to do, but we have this idea that like, we forget that it truly changes us to read his word, to sit in his presence, to be renewed in the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Psalm 1 talks about um, he who meditates on the word, right? On the law of God, the word of God is like a tree planted between two streams, the idea of being incredibly healthy, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, man, every t- it's like we we life gets in our way and we start telling ourselves we're going to do it. But here's the thing, and then here's the real truth. Tell me if I'm wrong. Don't you have those moments where you're like, yeah, I need to do it, but you're only doing it because you love God, want to honor Him. You're not doing it because you actually think it's going to affect your life.
0: Yes. But then when
1: you do it, you realize it does affect me. Yes. There is a supernatural component to this.
0: I, I 100% agree with you because I've had... Yeah. I haven't had a whole lot of experiences with it, yeah. but I know the times. am oh, sure, you have.
1: Like, it doesn't have to look like Christian meditation to sit with God. You used to do it. You just talked about it on my couch four or five years ago, right? Where you were having that moment where you were just really in the
0: Word and yes, focused. And that's true. Or like the time I was in the office over there. Yeah. And you told me to go in there, and I just like, I almost fell asleep. I'm actually almost. You I you were kind in of that
1: place. No, dude, you were probably in that place between sleep and wait, uh-huh. is what I was telling you.
0: Yeah, dude, and like I came out of that different. I wrote some stuff down. I remember.
1: And I was like. And you're like, I don't even remember writing it. Yep. Yeah, so that's been cool is to just refocus on my, really focus on my relationship with Christ. And if you're listening, that can become a Christianese phrase. And like, what does he mean by work on my relationship with Christ? My relationship with Jesus Christ, my relationship with God is secure mm-hmm. because of Jesus, okay? Mm-hmm. So when I say that, I can't get any closer or any farther from him. Well, what I can do is the more, the more I spend time in his presence, the healthier I am. Yes. It's just like a tree that needs water and sunlight. When I am spending time in the presence of God, just being in His presence transforms me, right? So uh, kind of refocusing on that stuff, man, and, and slowing down enough to allow myself to be ministered to by the Spirit. And in doing that, you're, people use this analogy, the cup, to justify not doing things, but I'm going to use it in the positive way. You, you, When you're filled, right? When you are when you've been ministered to, you're ministered to. You are in a much healthier place to minister to others. That's good, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're, that's really the only way you can. Mm-hmm. So that's been really fun and cool. Um, the last several days.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so very thankful to God for His goodness and His mercy and, and and encouragement to you out there, those believers. Hey, take the time to do it. I already know what you're saying. When am I gonna do it? You have time. I, Set aside some it. time. There's podcasts out there that help you that'll guide you through Christian meditation, the idea of sitting and focusing, slowing down, and focusing on a specific uh, part of Scripture. So that's been cool. Um, however, that's sort of juxtaposed. Big word.
0: Look it up. All right. Juxtaposed. juxtaposed. Fun turn,
1: Pay attention. He's not listening. Juxtaposed. Look up juxtaposed.
0: Anyway. <laughs> I've never heard that word in my life. I'm excited to know what it means.
1: Anyway. If I used it wrong, it'd be embarrassing. But anyway, it's sort of clashing with this idea mm-hmm. so on the one hand i've got this piece that i'm having but i saw these areas man where i'm really struggling and we, we had to talk about this yesterday and the day before i think
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's driving me crazy and this isn't good okay so i'm not staying here people are just not real people are just constantly lying all the time we lie about the stupidest things it's true right hey todd how are you doing Hey, man, are uh, you upset? No, I'm not upset. Whereas if I would do what the Bible says and go, yes, I'm having a really rough day and I'm sad. But I don't want to do that, right? Because in the moment, like, he won't care. Or I'm not going to let him know I'm sad or whatever, right? Mm. Or I'm thinking of a guy, I don't even want to say it. I can't. I got it. We're on camera. <laughs> the point is there's people that I know really well that drives me crazy because they're, con- they're sort of manipulating everyone, mm. right? You manipulate when you don't tell people the truth in order to get a response, that makes sense. Yeah. It makes well, I don't sense. lie, don't you? Like, I just realized. I guess I've been struck lately with with man, people just we choose delusion over reality because delusion feels safer, but it's not better.
0: Definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah. A hundred. You find juxtaposed.
1: I, I, yes. What do we got?
2: It is a juxtaposed, which is spelled in a way that does not make sense.
1: Um, it's got an X in it. Anyways. it
2: does. In a tough. Anyways. That will be place or deal with close together for contrasting effect. Contrast uh, the example effect. is black and white photos of slums were starkly juxtaposed with color images.
1: In this case, my joy and peace is juxtaposed with my frustration <laughs>
0: about... Um, anyway... That's a crit, Dad. That's, I you, used to have, read. you got a good I used to vocabulary, read, man. vocabulary, man, for real. I uh, use <laughs> those words in books no more. It makes I, me sad. Bro, I, I didn't know that was a word. Literally, I, if someone would have said that to me, I'd be like, that's the made-up word. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> I remember like, I tried to get a word going I made up called scrapping, except word. not, but not
1: used in the sense of fighting. Like, oh, hey, what are you up to, man? I'm just scrapping. I'm just scrapping with my boys, just chilling. It really meant everyth- anything and everything. I tried it in high school, me and my friends. Literally, after a while, some people started saying it. Nice. They didn't know what it meant,
0: though. <laughs> yeah, just scrapping. Hey, what's
1: me. up, man? It can mean anything. I love it. Like, hey, where the are universal. you guys going? Hey, we just going scrapping. <laughs> What have you been up to? Yeah, hey, we're just scrapping, man. Yes. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, you know, but realizing that like, and, and it's weird, man. It's like an impatience. Believe it or not, this frustration I've had about it doesn't come from a place of arrogance. It comes from like, say it was you and I'm talking to you, like, hey, man, what's up? And I got to spend 45 minutes just for you to say you're sad. This isn't actually AG, but let's say that's the case. Sure. Lately, I've just been so like, God, can we just skip to the part where, where, where you're really feeling so I can know you and love you and speak to you and yep. we can walk? But people don't do that, man, you know? And they would rather make me feel stupid or you feel stupid for, for, for even pushing into it like than then be free yep. and do what God tells us to do. And especially within among his people. He talks about that, right? Mm -hmm. Carry each other's burdens in this way, fulfill the law of Christ. Uh, Cry with those who weep, with those who weep. You know, have joy with those who have joy. Well, we can't do that if we're constantly fake.
0: Does
1: that make sense?
0: It does. And again,
1: I'm not even meaning this in a critical way. Clearly, I am. That's a lie. But I don't mean (laughs) it. Like, it's just such a weird place to be because it makes me want to not talk. It's It's exhausting.
0: Huh? It's exhausting. It's
1: exhausting. That's exactly mm-hmm. the word it is. Dude. Yeah, it's exhausting.
0: Especially when you see it in like everybody.
1: Uh, yes, so many of us, man. Mm-hmm. So, and what's funny is when you're honest, you look like a weirdo. You're yes. considered a
0: weirdo, uh, dude. That's that's Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> so, even within itself, like Christianity, even within Christians, looks weird because <laughs> it's 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 masquerade. It's what you talk about. Like, oh, it's dude. the game. Like, Breach, yeah.
1: You and know. it's just it's sad because the only people that gets hurt are you. Well, that's not true. Everyone does. you a, yep. a lot of lonely people. Yep. A lot of people
0: feel exactly. A lot of feel marriages alone.
1: that are in it are shambles hidden behind a veneer of perfection. Mm-hmm. I right? think
0: I think we just we're always trying to hold on to this small bit of just like control in the sense of like we have to feel like there is something like good. Like, but there is good. for some There's reason, real
1: good. We don't have to fake good.
0: Yes, because well, there's God. Like there's yeah. But know. even
1: life, right? Mm. Say, say someone's marriage is struggling. Does that mean you're you s- are you suck as a human being? I think people tend to think that. That, but you know what? It ties to. I don't even think of this. It ties to what you said individually about the mirror. People don't want to deal with the mirror, and they mm-hmm. think. That everyone else is going to think they're a piece of garbage, too.
0: Exactly. And and for so then that's exactly they, they would rather ignore that and try to hold on to any sort of good. I think that's why when you question something about people who think they're good at something and you question it, they freak out because that's the one thing that they're trying to hold on to.
1: Well, sometimes, well, here's the thing. Why is it if you make a mistake or fail in a moment, it means you're not good at something? Mm. Like, really good basketball players have a bad game. Does that mean they're not right. good basketball players?
0: Michael Jordan missed game-winning shots. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. He said that, right? Mm-hmm. He talks about that. You didn't count the however many I took and missed.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's, you but I took the ones. them. Yep, exactly. I kept taking them. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about the ones I made.
1: Which also fits back in what we said about grinding. Like Guys like that, same with Kobe, right, back then. Those guys kept shooting. <laughs> that's, that's what made them.
0: Right. Just keep shooting. Yep. Yeah.
1: Nice. It's kind of going to be a cool tattoo. Keep shooting. Nice. Bang, bang.
0: I'm in. I know. I just yeah, make Foley cool came on. in my mind. Anyway, switched switched. Uh, <laughs> that's where I've been. <laughs> um, I think yeah, I the meditation know, thing is really cool, man. God's good. I want to try it.
1: Well, make sure you get a chicken to sacrifice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> make sure you get a chicken. I feel like I make fun of a lot of times. I I just have this vision in mine of these certain like pastors or Christian that come in and, and pop in long enough to try to find something to be mad about. You know that I say it all the time. Uh huh. Um, And that so that's who I'm kind of like. He said the word meditation. That's evil. Mm. <laughs> Even though evil. Psalm 1 uses the word, he who meditates on the word of the Lord. You know? <sighs> yeah. But, hey, man. Not in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not in there. <laughs> so.
1: There's pro- anyway, I don't know. That was probably a lot of rambling. For no, you man. Know. I loved
0: it, dude. I, I appreciate you sharing, dude. And I think that, you know, it makes sense with, like, the frustration. Because I think, you know. I think, first off, you, you look at you look at it in the ring of society. That's that society. Oh like, yeah, that's the world.
1: Which it's not as frustrating there because you. It more it's more frustrating, but among Christians,
0: exactly. And then it makes its way in. It's it leaks its way into. Now you got you got it in the the ring of the ch- of the church with a capital C. You mm-hmm. see that, and it's frustrating. It's angry, and then you see it within the ring of your own church, and you go, "Well, oh, gosh dang it!" It's even more frustrating, and then it just keeps working its way in, friends or. Yeah, all the way into your inner circle. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, and and here's the thing. So I'll say this. I don't want to end there with Chris. I really, I'm really, i really working lately, and I think it's making me – people are ta- don't know how to take me. Like I'm being – I'm trying to continue to be even more honest. Which is great. You know what I mean? I to think- the point of like – yeah, and again, guys, listen. Honesty does not mean give in to every evil impulse we have. We certainly filter right. it through the lens of the word of God, you know, right, and we're man. supposed to fight our flesh. So like me – wanting to call Clint a bad name or something crazy, right? And me doing this, like, I'm just being honest, is not, right?
0: Right, Because we just good. talked
1: about 1 Peter 3, 10 and 11, right? Let no evil come from your lips, you know, though mm-hmm. so clearly I'm supposed to do that. But, like, if I'm sad or I'm down or I'm lonely or, or I made a mistake, you know, that's the other thing. When you make a mistake but you, you don't, you're too scared to admit it, you know what's sad? You think you've made things easier, but you've, you will always live in, in this fear of, like, if they really knew me, they wouldn't want me. Versus the mm-hmm. peace that would come from I share this with you and you look at me and go, hey dude, I'm still with you. Yep. There, there's freedom in that. You know, there what is I mean?
0: freedom in that. hundred percent so, agree with that, man.
1: So in the in the context of that, that's kind of where I'm going. I've have, I'm having some relational, just in general, friend, you know, relational conflict lately. And um so that's been hard. And speaking of being real, it's like I'm not suggesting that you go tell every person your most personal details, but there should be some people. Yeah. Right. And I within agree. the church, yep. and a lot of times there isn't. And so when I say that, I've had some people ask me, and sometimes it's hard, man, because it's such a weird thing. Because in the church, even though we we kind of hide from each other, we'll still ask each other at times. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, people don't really want the real answer. So it kind of goes both ways. I don't want to really share my real heart, but I also don't really want to hear yours because it's messy, and I don't want to get involved. So. I shared some with you guys last night, some kind of where I'm at, but I feel that sometimes, where it's like people don't really want to know. Um, I'm also struck by how how little people, we, we, okay, I'll include myself, at times, like, we don't ask questions. So have you ever listened to a conversation? How much of a conversation between person A and person B is just constant statements at each other with no questions, just assumptions? So like, you might say to me, you know, Todd, you really hurt my feelings yesterday when you made me feel disrespected. And I go, I didn't make you feel disrespected. I don't ever mean to do that. Instead of going, what I should have said is, how did I make you feel disrespected? Yep. You see how that conversation, that, that, guys, I'm, gonna list, I'm all over the place today, but that's okay. Let, let me give it. you Let's one clue on active communication. You want to be a better communicator? You want to have better communication with your friends, your spouse, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother? I, I'm, use that example. Most of the time, someone shares a hurt. Let's say they are being real. Yep. AJ says to me, Todd, you hurt me by disrespecting me yesterday. My first response is to say, no, I didn't, because maybe I didn't mean to disrespect him. Typically, I'm not saying you're lying. You you were like, how could I? I know I wasn't trying to disrespect him, so I didn't do it. Versus, so, so instead I say, well, I didn't mean to do that, and I would never mean to do that, and I love you. Versus. Which isn't terrible. Right. Which one's going to make you more feel loved? Well, how did I do that to you? That one. Right? And then you answer it, and then I go, oh, man, I'm really sorry. That wasn't my intention. Now I say it. Most people just want to go, no, I didn't do that. I'm like, you know how arrogant you are? If someone comes to you and says that you hurt them, or they hurt, yeah, you hurt them, and you tell them, no, I didn't, mm-hmm. because you didn't mean to, yeah. you see how it becomes like you become God? You're determining what reality is. Yep. Versus, and by the way, it doesn't mean that everyone's always right. Like, maybe... Your thing, you disrespected me by telling me no, in which case I might be like, okay, dude, it's not disrespectful to tell you that I didn't want to I don't know, go to that party yesterday. Right. But I do love you and I'm sorry if I met, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe I blew you off and I didn't mean to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that does that make it any less painful to you? No. Should I still care? Absolutely. Does this make sense, or am I all yeah, over man. the place
0: right now? No, I think that that's a really good lesson and tip for people to hear.
1: Ask questions. Uh, yeah, man. Stop assuming. Stop being defensive. That's what he was talking about on the witness stand. Mm-hmm. And ask questions. Yep. Qualifying questions. I try to always ask at least one question when someone shares something with me. That's good. And because also it genuinely helps me understand. I don't ever – I used to do it all the time. I used to constantly – like when I was growing up, that I lived in a house where it was kind of like bang, 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 bang right? So you get in the habit of that, and it's yep. like, man, I don't like that for myself, so I want to start asking.
0: Me too, are, How man. long are we? Are like we too that. long
1: right now? Okay.
0: Yeah, man, I agree, dude. Like, I, I 100% think, like, asking questions is such a good way to become a better conversationist. Like, you will, you will have much better conversations with people when you can just ask questions. It doesn't even matter if you don't even know anything about what maybe they're even talking about. And especially with, like, you know, quote, conflict, like... If someone's coming to you, like, you need to respect the fact that they're, they have the courage to come to you and tell them that, that you've hurt them. And, like, you need to respect that, and you need to, you need to not just take the, you know, the proverbial ping-pong ball and just smack it right back at them. You need to take it and actually think about what's, like, think about it for a second, you know. That's mm. good. I like that. Um, I will say that for me personally, that's really good for me to hear because I think sometimes I can get i get anxious sometimes and i think like that i have to defend i i have to defend myself sometimes so like i know for mm-hmm. me like i think that's not my heart that's not my heart you know and then that can turn into being coming off even more as a jerk or like coming off like you said like or it can hurt people more because instead of like you're making it about yourself in that moment still you instead of hearing the courage and the hurt that they're they're coming to you you're just making it about yourself and going well that it's like what you said, wasn't well, wasn't was my intention or that wasn't my heart. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, man, like, I, I, it's just stupid when Here's you Here's the that. thing. I'm not saying that
1: you have to accept everything everyone says as though you did it, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes people are going to be offended at you and attack you. All I'm saying is you can't really make a judgment on that unless you know what they're talking about. Exactly. And so I like that you said that, man. Um, and the other thing is, is we, we should, like, you can still share your heart after it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, people will be more. The number one thing that people want in relationships of any kind, mm-hmm. and this includes friendships, family, marriage. They may not say it, but they want to feel heard, and heard just means they want to feel like someone cares what they're saying and yep. feeling. And the breakdown of communication happens when we when we don't do that. Right? Does that make sense? That's yep. just my thoughts on it. So, hundred percent agree. Something yeah. I've been pondering, and I want you know kind of ties into frustration, and but in turn, it always makes sure that I really want to keep, I think I do that, but I really want to make sure I'm continuing to do that. Mm. And I think if we'd all do that and we'd slow down and, and let ourselves care more about the other person than we do about the image in the mirror that this might ruin, going <laughs> back good, to what man. you said, yep, it's good. then we, we'd all get along a lot better. Mm. and that And that includes also even being willing to say... Well, we have a question in here, actually, that kind of goes with it. It's a good segue. I'll talk nice. I'll bring it up when it happens. but Heck, yeah. Because um, someone says, hey, I know it's not truth, but I feel this way. Mm. But anyway, I will start. Thanks for hearing my rambling, folks. Welcome to this TED Talk. Welcome um, to this TED Talk. Todd Talk, TED Talk, AJ Talk, hey, whatever. Let's get it. Here we go. <laughs> if you and a buddy was stranded, this is question number one of our anonymous questions. You, you two can ask questions or get our thoughts on a link or whatever at wwwtheremnantlive slash dash talk. The real in that is R-E-A-L. Boom. All right. Then you'll go down to submit a question, click the button, tippity tap, hit submit, goes into a database, complete anonymously, couldn't find it if you tried. There. Number one of our anonymous questions today, if you and a buddy... We're stranded on an island, and your buddy dies. Would it be sinful to eat them if it was the last food that you had access to?
0: Listen, man. Here's the thing. I don't think it's sinful because (laughs) it's a survival situation. It's a survival situation, okay? Okay. You did not voluntarily go murder this person and and then eat them. Like that's not what happened. They're they're already dead, okay? That's what it says, right? (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, Your buddy dies. That's right.
1: <laughs> so you're saying, assuming, assuming you didn't kill him.
0: That's right. Assuming you didn't kill him, because if you kill him, you're already sin. Why? Why are you even asking this question? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I would say it's not sinful, man. Um, you know, I think that it'd be weird. You know, but you got to do what you got to do to survive. You know. So no, I'm gonna go with it's not sinful. Um.
1: This is such an, I love this question because it's such a real talk type question. Because it's not, it's something you don't think about. No. Well, let me preface by saying, I don't know if I'm starving to death, if I, if that even crosses my mind in the moment, in my flesh, no pun intended, if, if that's it, I'm just going to be like, hunger, um, I don't know, man, do you think you'd start to even want to eat them, or is it, would you have to make the conscious decision, like, do you think you would see that body and be like, I want to eat them, or would you have to tell yourself, Hmm. I'm going to eat them. I think you have to tell yourself because humans th- don't naturally want to eat. We each don't other. have
0: that primal. Like, it's not life.
1: like seeing a deer dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For most, for most healthy-brained people, right. That being said, man, I guess at the end of the day,
0: yeah.
1: This scenario is very specific, by the yeah, way. Because you're I'm not on an saying... island, you're stranded. Right. They pass away from malnourishment. I don't know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you. Then eat them. Is that a sin? No. God judges the heart. So assuming your heart, literally, was not eat hate filled or you know you murderous. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I guess not. No, man. Because you're just you're just trying to survive. It literally says it's the last food you had access to. Okay. Uh, you're talking last resort here. Like, man, we can't even find a coconut or a fish.
1: But I guess in this scenario, they they very much.
0: Yeah, they're saying this is your last option. If you want to survive, you got to eat your friend. So at that point, like, I, and I, I agree with you, I think it would be more of a conscious decision because we, I feel like we're not like a primal being that's just going to be like, meat, eat. Like, that's not how we are. I am looking to see about cannibalism being mentioned in the Bible. Nice.
1: It is in the Old Testament. Okay. It's mentioned several times, but in such case the practice is regarded as horrible curse and an in, inhumane act of desperation. Huh. Uh, Moses and other prophets predicted if the Israelites forsook God, they would fall into such awful degradation as to cannibalize their own children. Ooh. Jeez. Um, I'm trying to see if it... Murdering... Well, we already know that. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. What about cannibalizing someone who's already dead in order to prevent starvation? This is not an entirely hypothetical question. is survival cannibalism has occurred. Hmm. Um, Donner Party, everybody's heard that. And this 1972 plane crash. Dude, there was did you ever hear about this? The soccer team that crashed in the Andes in 72 and the same thing happened to eight people. Wow. Oh wow. This 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 website says, however, given the Bible's wholly negative portrayal of cannibalism, it would seem that self-preservation cannot justify such barbarism. Even in the direst and most desperate circumstances, cannibalism should not be a consideration. Really? Um it says in summary, while scripture gives no explicit command against it. From the beginning, God made it clear that mankind is unique and distinct from the animal kingdom. The Old Testament closely associates cannibalism with the final stages of judgment from God. This market is a loathsome and evil practice. Man. So they're saying you should just die. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good argument because we are not animals. So you are eating something that's made in that image of God? Hmm. I could see that.
2: The other thing is it will drive you mad.
1: That's if you eat the brain, I Uh, thought.
2: the, The blood... Your blood blood is toxic to other humans. If you consume enough human blood, it starts to mess with you. Oh, enough. I think, well, let let me pause.
1: Let me pause. Do I 100% believe that eating a human is going to mess you up? But I know what you're talking about, and I'm pretty sure, like, the the actual mad cow disease, I thought it came from the brain. Huh. But either way, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, it is an evil, horrifying thing. I kind of got my mind changed.
0: Only, well, after hearing only, that. Only,
1: well, Here's why, though. Here's why. The, the the thing that got me was not any of the argument until the end. We are distinct from from animals, and you're eating something made in the image of God.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I never even... I didn't think I about it, think about it either. Because it's huh. not
1: just meat, man. Though, the other argument is, at that point, the person isn't in there. Anyway, great question.
0: Yeah. That's We're going to
1: say err on the side of not eating them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah more yeah
2: because at first later. i was like you know what man i don't think <laughs> it's sinful with some more looking into leviticus later yeah I <laughs> <that's> actually
0: <laughs> mentioned leviticus yeah yeah that's interesting i would i was gonna i started at like you know what man no nah, i ain't a big deal oh, well, now I'm from like, human
1: perspective, and now know. i'm like
0: well now it's like yeah, maybe maybe we shouldn't do that now yeah huh anyway i guess i guess now i can justify like i'm just gonna die <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean man there's a body there it's against god like- can't do it. I won't eat him. <laughs> yeah, won't. All right. What do you got? All right. Uh, next question is in John twelve sixteen, it says after he had been given his glory, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that's Jesus. Yeah. Is. Uh, is that is that glory just the praise and the Psalm branches or is it something else? This is a follow up question in John twelve sixteen. I use the CEV version for I'm references. just going to
1: read the CSB here. Yep. It says, uh, this was at the triumphal entry. It was right after. It said, Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. Just as it is written, fear no more, daughter Zion. Um, look, your kingdom's coming, sitting on donkey's colt. This was foretold hundreds of thousands of years before, right? right? And hundreds, Old years. Right? Yes, Old Testament. So it says, after that in 16, his disciples did not understand these things at first. Didn't understand he was referencing that it was the Messiah and all that. However, when Jesus was glorified, they then remembered that these things had been written about him and that he had done that they had done these things to him. Uh, it means when he died and was resurrected. So when Jesus went up and left them, they put it all together. Man. So when he went to his glory, remember, he had forsake, forsook his glory to come here. And when he was glorified, they're saying, so essentially then it all clicked for them that he had fulfilled all the prophecies. Make sense? Yep. Moving on. Here we go. How have you guys been doing with your challenge of living, quote, the best life? Still settling for mud pies? Have You Been Joyful? Best Life comes from a sermon we just had here at The Remnant. Go check mm-hmm. it out. Maybe you can link that for them?
0: Yeah, you can link that.
1: Uh, the Best Life in the description of this podcast Ooh. or this video or whatever, you'll see a link to that sermon. But it's about the best life, and uh, C.S. Lewis talks about that a lot of times, you know, our standards are too low as humans because, God, we think we can't be happy and joyful and live a good life, so we settle for mud pies, you know, and meaning... When we could have a vacation. So we just focus on these peddly things like create identity out of sex and alcohol and, you know, trying to distract ourselves when we can have far more than that. That's right. Anyway, so the challenge is, you know, being joyful. So have you guys been doing – how have you been do how have you guys been doing with your challenge of living the, quote, the best life? Still settling for mud pies? Have you been joyful?
0: Um, I definitely am still settling for mud pies and in, in there <laughs> –
1: didn't expect you to say that
0: and and definitely in certain areas like you know I think that's part of kind of like what what I said at the beginning of this episode is like um you know I've a lot of the mud pie that I've been eating lately is that I um I just let fear take over man fear runs a lot of my life and like that gets me in a lot of trouble like that Mm -hmm. gets it puts me in bad situations all the time and it's just it's exhausting it's overwhelming and, you know, it's paralyzing at times where I don't want to do anything. So, like, get that. that that's that's definitely the the that's the biggest slice of mud pie I've been eating. Yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> but have I been joyful? You know, like, I've had my moments where I've been really down, but I also know, like, yeah, man, like, I am joyful. Like, you know, there's always hope. You know, every day is new. And, like, you know, I try to keep that in mind. So, yeah, yeah like, I'm joyful still. Um Especially from, like, yesterday. We had a really good conversation yesterday, and that really – I was able to feel the joy f- from being real, the joy that comes after that, whether that's it's a hard time or not. Like, there was joy in there. So, like, yeah. I, I've been <coughs> joyful. You know? Sorry. I'm definitely not in a constant state of joy, you know, <laughs> but –
1: well, and the challenge, too, to be specific is referencing, you know, that that we can have the best life possible for us mm-hmm. by following God's directions, that God gives us specific do's and don'ts, right? And, yep. and it's, we forget this sometimes, that lead to the best life. So for me, I think it's a little bit of both. The specific challenge is related to 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, speak no evil, let no deceit come from your mind, you know, all these types of things. So how are we doing on that? Um... I feel I'm, I you know I'm I'm on the journey and yeah. I think this question thank you for asking cuz I think it's a good reminder to stay focused on that and um have I been joyful I think I've been decently I, I right think I, think so. I think I'm kind of like you I think I've had moments last night I kind of had a, I snapped and kind of had a break where I was just sharing some some stress but I think even in doing that is me trying to do
0: you're trying to find the joy
1: and trying to share and do what the right. bible says let you carry you guys help carry my burdens and yes you so Hey man, I'm, a lo- I, I'm I'm I can do better. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep doing better. But too, but thank you for that reminder. And uh, I don't want to settle for mud pies. No, more I want to settle for the joy of the Lord. The Lord pie. Mm. <laughs> Cannibalism, man. We just talked about it's it. Awesome. Don't... Sorry, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: You think that? I think that answers the question, right? Fun yeah. turn. How you been? I think Good? so. Doing okay. In the best life here.
2: Yeah, I, I've been yeah. Just trying to figure things out. I actually think I'm doing probably the best I've been in, in a while now. Just truly questioning things that I, I've been uh, not wanting to question or even just uh, looking at my life in the way of like, hey, this is what you know what you're supposed to do. Why haven't you been doing it? Or why have you been accepting this? As, this is This is just enough. You're going to be okay here. You can just stay right here. And then going, no, that's that's not what. That's not what Jesus wants for me, and that's not uh, the plan, and it's not okay. So,
1: mm.
2: you're doing pretty good with
1: that. Nice, man. Cool. That is good. Mm. So, how have you been doing, person you asked this question? It's a great question. Nice. Are you living? And remember, it's not just about having joy. I don't want to minimize this. This isn't a joy sermon necessarily. It's about having the best life, mm. that, that the pursuit of happiness in this life is not sinful. It's not sinful to be happy. And sometimes, as Christians, we glorify misery.
0: As it's though true. that's holier, you it's know. Very, Weird. Very true. God
1: gave us a desire to be happy for a reason, and I think it's possible. Now, Amen. being happy, you might go, Well, I'm happy if I have a billion dollars. That doesn't no, you accept God's <laughs> way is the best life, <laughs> that's, right? Yes. Because what if you getting a billion dollars led you down a road of debauchery? We don't mm-hmm. know. True. Anyway, great question. Thank you for asking it. Yeah what man. do you got, man?
0: You're up. All right. Next question is in Mark 12, 18 to twenty-five, a group of people came to Jesus. Asking who a woman would belong to when they all went to heaven, since she'd married all the brothers to the original man she had married. Jesus tells them that they don't marry or have marriage in heaven. So does that mean that when we go to heaven, we won't truly be with the people we are now? Like when a husband passes away and shortly later the wife will pass, everyone says at least they're reunited in heaven. Do you think they truly reunite?
1: Yes. So to be specific, they're trying to mess with Jesus because there's sort of two conflicting viewpoints um, he, he's challenged by a lot of different groups within the Jewish law. So there's some in the Jewish law who believe that there's no, they didn't agree, I'm sorry, the Jewish law and the Jewish faith at the time, like a sect, they didn't believe in the resurrection, physical resurrection, etc. So they're trying to mess with him theologically and be like, well, explain this then. Because remember, Jesus said, hey, you're going to be reborn and all these things. Right. You're going to be, uh, you have new bodies, new life. So they set the scenario, they say, okay, one brother, and in the Jewish law, if one brother married someone and the brother died with no heirs, essentially, then the other brother could marry her and kind of, or if he had it and, and sort of fulfill that role and all the way down the line. So they say they, they this scenario where I think there's like seven brothers and they say they all married her and then they died. Whose wife is she? Oh, good question, right? Yeah, it's interesting. In, in, in the context, it's good. Right. And he says you're messed up because you're, you're misunderstanding that there'll be no marriage in heaven. So what they're saying before you get depressed. And listen, the, the reason there's no marriage in heaven, there's no need to. We are going to be so close to each other and so free and so in deep relationship that there'll be no need for marriage. That's wild, man. Does that make sense? That's so
0: crazy to think so
1: about. So it'll be a deeper connection than marriage. And so will you be reunited, reunited if you're both believers in Christ? Absolutely, you're going to be reunited. But the point is, is those bonds, like, and that's, you're going to be so close that you won't even have to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? You're still going to see your husband or spouse or wife. It, and it sounds sad from a human perspective, but it's going to be better than marriage. You're going to be closer than you've ever been.
0: Does mm.
1: that make sense? Yep. So the title of it's going to be irrelevant.
0: <sighs> That's good, dude. I like that a lot. I think that answers it well. Um, it leads
1: to other things, you know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, anyway, you have a new earth later on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think, well, you, well, how long have we been going today? Fun turn. No,
0: it's, it's, probably, it's probably been a minute. Hour 12. Yeah, we'll quit.
1: So we have a lot more to ask. Good, I love the discussion today. So thank yeah, you man. guys. Great, great stuff. Thanks for the question. You guys, we have a lot more. I know we said this before. Clearly we have not hyped this at all. We're going to drop, they're going to be shocked by this. We're going to either go live or drop a second part this week or real views, real, real news, real views. Uh, video to go more into depth with some of these, mm-hmm. since we spent a lot today doing the uh, kind of where we're at, which we haven't done in a while, to be fair, at least yeah, in depth. I agree. But w- be ready for that. We're going to come out, and we're just going to drop it and surprise you. So Let's do it, man. Go live. Do something nuts. Who knows? So right. join we're us for that, people. and we'll answer these questions. Keep the questions coming. We love them. We promise to answer them, and that's why I really w- I want to get these questions answered, because we have some really good biblical yes. questions in here Agreed. from the different Gospels. And uh, I get excited about that. Also, We've got some great articles.
0: Yes, we to discuss do. discuss.
1: And, and real news that's going on in the world today.
0: Yes. And there was a specific question that we got that I didn't put in here because I wanted to ask the person, so I hope, I hope you watch this, the podcast you want us to listen to. Did you want us to listen to the entire episode, or was there a certain section you want us to listen to? I think I completely missed this. Yes, because someone put a podcast link, and they asked us, what do you think about this podcast? So, did you
1: did you open the podcast? I did. Who is the podcast?
0: Uh what's her? It was some lady. Dang it, what was it called? But um Well, clearly, I'm gonna go do it. Yes. Well, it's about it's interesting because it's about uh it's the the guest that she has on her podcast, it's essentially about um her getting vaccinated, and then there's some there's some uh she had some interesting side effects that affected her, and now she's gotten kind of shadow banned from trying to speak out about it. Really? That, that was the premise of it. I read the premise of the podcast. Um so I wanted to ask you do you want an opinion on the entire episode or you, do you is there a certain section that you were that you that you found intriguing that you want to listen in on?
1: You know what? Maybe by the time you even see this, we'll have listened and dro- and we'll be dropping the live one anyway. That's fair. So, okay. I pulled it up here. Yep. 50, yeah, we'll give it a listen. We'll figure it out. But I mean, if you get this before that, let us know. Otherwise, we'll listen to the whole thing. Who cares? Awesome. See what's going on. I'm excited. We're going to bring it to you this week. A lot of fun stuff. We hope you join you. We're going to bring some extra guests on. If we do the Real News, Real Views, I'm Heck dropping yet. this on them now. I love it. Come and join us. Join the discussion. Join the encouragement. Join the friendship. The friendship. As we sit around <laughs> the, the table and have... A fire. Real talk. Nope. <laughs> 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 no fire. Okay. You got anything you want to say?
0: Uh, just thank you so much, guys, for watching this. 152 episodes. You guys are freaking awesome. Heck um, yeah. You know, we're we're at a century and a half. So crazy, man. Um, love you guys. Uh, if you guys are watching from Facebook, please like, share, put a comment on this on, in the thread. Um, I don't know if you guys tried to put anything last week because I saw the, the comments were kind of down. So I don't know if we were getting kind of, they were kind of <laughs> deleting your comments again or Wait, what. If not, two. you guys are slacking. So you need to get on slackin it. Slacking, tacking. Um, we love if, interacting. <laughs> nice. That was a good ride, dude. <laughs> now, if you're watching from YouTube, uh, please, if you haven't and if it's your first time watching, please subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell <clears throat> so you can get notified the next time we post. If you are watching from Rumble, please give us a Rumble Jumble hashtag Rumble Jumble. Love you guys. I want to box you, Jake Paul. Anyway, Jake Paul, you heard it here I first. I called you out. We're gonna. I'm gonna send this to you directly. I will fight Jake Paul. I'm gonna cut this specific part. If I lose, I'll
1: retire from Real Talk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. What do you got?
0: Uh, that's it for me. That's my spiel. Sorry, I meant fun time. I got you. All righty.
2: <laughs> After that ridiculousness. Oh boy, the amount of things that are going to happen because of that. Anyway, I stick to what I said. I um, stick to it. <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast, uh, we greatly appreciate that you're here and we want you to keep coming back. Um, if you're on any place that has reviews, please drop us a five-star review and say something a little bit in there. Say something uh, you can talk. We've talked about your favorite candy, we've talked about your favorite sandwich. Let's talk about your favorite TV dinner. Uh, bring it back back I in the TV day dinners. Um I like the, the ones? It, oh yeah, they're Brownies. good. They're good. Huh? The brownie Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oof. The best part. Um, the best part. <laughs> I
1: like the mashed potatoes. Anyway.
2: <laughs> All right. And you go ahead and drop that down in the <laughs> review and below. We would be glad to see it. Or you can drop something heartfelt, too, okay. if you want. Uh, you don't just have to drop down your favorite, uh, your favorite TV dinner. But, uh, as always, I can't if think you of don't, TV don't dinners like, like... Anyway, sorry, go on. If you, you didn't why? like this and you disagree and you, you downright hate us now... Uh, And you you don't want to talk about it or have a nice discussion We ask you to move on down the line And we we were glad to have you And we're sorry that you didn't like us And we hope you have a good life But if you don't like us and still want to have a nice discussion And maybe even chop it up And want to have that nice, respectful argument We're also down for that You know that the uh, link is below But we ask you don't leave a review Because it doesn't help us on the business end of things so, have a
0: great day, and uh, this was
1: awesome. Thank you, fun turn. And all I can think about are TV dinners.
0: It's, it's so good. Dude, we should get some. Yeah. Anyway,
1: <laughs> heads up. Uh, one other thing we want to mention we haven't mentioned before. Guys, we do sponsorships. So, if you're someone, a local business person, or even not a local business, if you're a yeah. organization, um, we have done food, particularly in the past. You'll see back here a bunch of hot sauces. I'm not just saying this. We have reached we reach thousands of people. That's a yeah, fact. Man. Uh, if you'd like to get your project product uh, sponsored, you want to send us some, um, you know, and for those listening, we don't lie. Um, we would love to do that. If you're your right. local business. Um, we'd love to to give you an opportunity to share what you're doing. That's right. Um, and, and that'll sponsored go... Sponsored episode? Yeah. And, and in return, that's going to go uh, directly back into the show, which is a ministry to reach you folks out there. So if you know someone, a local business, small business, or even national that wants, uh, you know, some... Pretty cheap, really. It's donation kind of based um, advertising. This is an opportunity. It's a way for you to go right back in the show because this is entirely funded by the Remnant Church. And from Mm. those of you that have donated, we have people that don't donate. Uh, You can donate anytime at www.theremnant.life/give. Go down the drop-down box to Real Talk. It goes directly back into the show, guys. Listen, you know we're not driving around Cadillacs or whatever. This is just an opportunity for you um, to partner with us to encourage. And answer the tough questions that people might have. That's right. And if you're a local business, you get to do that, support that, and get your product out to the masses. Boom. Um, I know for a fact that we had a bunch of these hot sauce companies got business. Business. 100%.
0: Definitely.
1: So, we haven't talked about that before, but it's a good opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Hey, other than that, we love you guys so much. What a great, great show. We're excited to bring more things to bless you this week. If you have any ideas of what you'd love to see in this show, things that are different... Uh, things that we could do better or things that you just want to give us ideas please consider sending us that at wwwtheremnantlife slash real talk that's r-e-a-l dash talk we would love to hear it keep sending those questions comments concerns all that beautiful stuff we'll keep answering them and other than that i hope you guys have a great day love you man love, love you. you great show love you. have a great day and god bless you